So we live our lives and that sets an example, but that example cannot be forced or coerced. That example has to be chosen to be um, recognized. Good morning. We are hearing things. Yes, yes. If we are open and ready to receive, we're always listening, right? And we're always hearing things. <laughs> we're always hearing things. What are we paying attention to is the question, not, uh, or how are we hearing things? Mm -hmm. ah. Well, everyone, welcome to a conversation. And that's how we're starting today. Yes, yes. Sometimes we just need to align and center ourselves, right, Susan? Alignment, centering, awareness, shifting, allowing, like these are all such great words. They should be in our vocabulary every day. All right. So talk let's, about vocabulary. Yes, go ahead. Yes, yes. I was going to say, let's just start with a nice deep breath in because oh, you Amaryllis, like breath is so important in, in the regulation. So, you know, if we're having um, thoughts or we're paying attention to things that aren't making sense to us or aren't lifting us up or are creating discord, right, then we can do a reset and we can take a nice deep inhale and we can be grateful for the fact that we're alive and breathing. And that starts the gratitude chain of events. Ready, 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 ready. So here we are. We're ready. We're ready. So what are we talking about? Oh, <laughs> mindfulness trainings, right? So we're doing 14 of them. And, um, and it's so cool. Like, uh, you know, it's just how to pay attention. And it's sort of like, you know, they're running in succession. So, you know, the first week we talked about openness. If you're not receptive to noticing, then how will you ever become aware? Week one, go ahead back to it if you need to. Week two, we talked about not attaching to our own viewpoints, like not feeling so um, stuck in the same kind of thinking and beliefs, religion, understanding of the how the world works because everything is constantly changing and if you're stuck in a viewpoint from you know 10 years ago then you're not seeing what's happening now right so how does that tie to openness it ties directly to openness oh it's all these things are related this week we're talking about freedom of thought which is not so last week was not attaching to your own views. This week is not pushing your own views onto the people around you. Mm. Freedom of thought. I have the right to have my own understanding of how my own world works. And it comes from my viewpoint and my perspective. And if I tell you how your world works, how does that work for you? The only same page that we all need to be on is to understand that we're here to help and support each other and not to tear each other down. So simple. Yeah. I always say this, right? Is it because you know, you, <laughs> I'm always like the one that's picking on like, it's just so simple. Well, why is it not being done? <laughs> 
how come I can't do it? How come I'm not seeing it? What am I missing? And I think it goes all back to the same thing that you're saying with educating ourselves, feeling the energy and the vibe, which we talked about with the laws of the universe, right? Like the rhythm. And when you know that something is just not clicking, saying, well, okay. So like the last time that we spoke, you mentioned something that kept coming back to me and I'm going to I didn't get to say it, but I know a lot of people that say, well, this is who I am. Why can't people accept me for who I am? And because it was like, they feel like if they change, they're no longer who they are. Am I correct on this? So we're evolutionary beings. So who we, who we are is who we are now. So I am who I am right now, but I have to be open to accepting the newer, um, more evolved version of myself. So, so I am who I am in attaching to viewpoints or in attaching to beliefs, right? And not having freedom of thought because I'm, I'm not allowing others, um, the, co the collective, other people's ideas to penetrate because I am rigid, not open, in who I am. So yes, I am who I am right now. But I also understand that I'm growing and evolving. And when I pay attention to what's happening around me right now, I can see and be open to new opportunities, new beliefs, new ideas, new inspirations. If I'm like, hey, you know, you don't mess with me, I am who I am. To me, that feels more stuck. So, so there's a fine line between standing in your power as who you are and being fluid and evolutionary and understanding that you're constantly growing and changing. Right, now going, fighting up, going upstream, but going with flow which a lot of people feel like well if you're going with the flow then what are you really doing or are you sitting around and doing nothing all day no we're going to get on this paddle we're going to be on this boat but we don't always have to struggle when the struggle is happening sometimes we have to go back to centering ourselves breathing in and out whatever it is that it works for you um as our audience right for us it's centering ourselves through meditation prayer um guidance of the knowing that we are connected to the oneness which we talked about in our other videos when we did the laws of the universe right so right this is a training session now you have been reading and sorry susan do you have that with you i do i do I wanted to remind you before we keep going for it yeah so the third mindfulness training freedom of thought be aware of the suffering when we oppose our views on others. We are determined not to force others, even our children, by any means whatsoever, um, such as authority, threat, money, propaganda, to adopt our views. We are committed to respecting the rights of others to be different, to choose what to believe and how to decide. We will, however, learn to help others let go of and transform narrowness through loving speech and compassionate dialogue. So we live our lives. And that sets an example. But that example 
cannot be forced or coerced. That example has to be chosen to be um, recognized or bits and pieces of it. Okay, right? so, so your children are watching you, right? right. You, you I was just two, going to say. Yeah, go ahead. So you have two young just, boys. Right. And we, some of us, yourself, are parents um, or we're teachers, right? Because sometimes we, we forget, and I want to talk about that. We always talk about the parents or parenting, but we are all mentors, which goes back to the collective. When you Everyone. are around other people. Everyone's whether a they're, teacher. Yeah, whether Everyone's you're older, younger, my kids are my teachers. Sometimes they remind me. Mm-hmm. of what I need to because I forgot what it is to be a kid there are triggers that happen for me instantly you know my triggers I'm always working with I didn't have a, a youthful childhood like I really grew up really fast I had to it's either that it was my survival instinct so um I now I have children two boys full of energy and sometimes I have I have to remind myself and my partner reminds me when I get a little bit triggered with them running around or being just kids stop that don't do this don't do that right and, and I want to be a different parent and it's like oh you're being triggered this is you not them yes. yes because they're going to be rough and tumble and they're going to have fights and arguments and disagreements and they're going to that's part of their navigational system. If we interrupt their navigation through, you know, through their childhood by always imposing um, end results or our wisdom or what we know, then, then we're interrupting their growth right then and there. Oh, and how scary it is. I mean, when I think about this world, and this is why we're doing authentic conversation and the mindfulness of our free nights, Thursday night, because we want to be part of that collective of helping balance the energy for them to have a better world where this is not something that is like not part of your values, right? Where Mm -hmm. you can have your own thoughts and respect others, be open-minded. And that's part a big part of what we're missing these days because you know it's what makes the world unique it's what makes all of the parts and pieces uh come together because you know everybody should have formulated their own you know thoughts and ideas but you know the bottom line is we want everyone to be respectful of that from a place of compassion and loving kindness, right? And what happens is people have to defend theirs and accuse others. And, you know, and that's where the world creates, that's where the discord is created in the world. That's, you know, that's where, um, yeah, where ugly comes from. Yeah, Uh, I mean, it's, I'm the type, we talked about this even last time, I love to listen to all types of religion. Because as long as you're coming to me with love, because at the end of the day, for me, is the fact that if we all love each other, we all know that there's something that created us. And we all know and connect us. us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, what's really important is um, just, you know, the understanding that we're learning and the more uncomfortable we are, probably the more important the lesson. Mm-hmm. So, 
we yeah, talk I about often tell, yeah, I often tell the story, you know, my daughter, um, I have adult children now, but you know, when my daughter was, uh, was a high schooler and, you know, wanted to travel the world and, you know, she had all of these ideas and she had an opportunity to go and, um, and I was resistant and I had to sit back and ask myself, like, you know, um, my fear of, of something, you know, going terribly wrong when she's across, you know, the ocean, um, I had the ability to squash her right then and there. You know, I had the ability to say, no, it's not safe. Well, like what is safe, you know, define safe, walking across the street, going to school, getting on a bus, you know, like, so, so what's mm -hmm. safe, you know? So what difference does it make if she gets on an airplane and she has an experience that can mold and shape who she is, that can enrich her life? Like if she feels so passionate about it, who am I to interrupt for my own selfishness? So I had to take a really deep breath there and say, you know what? I have to trust that this is important to her. And it's her that needs these kinds of experiences to grow into who she's meant to become. So who am I to stop that? So that's kind of like, you know, freedom, you know, freedom of thought, freedom of like not squashing because we're feeling narrow or limited. And, and for those. And yeah. she had a great, you know, great experience. And it's the same thing as when you don't have that support, right? That's like I myself had to constantly, I felt like I was the against everything of the policies that were put for me. You know, as a Latina woman who came here at six years old to New York State, um, and to the United States, there were choices that were made for me way before I even knew what was happening in my world. Yes. And there was something about me that was sort of like, Okay, but those were your choices. I don't know how, but again, it's the connection, right, of God. And even though I felt like a lot of the times I was going against the elders around me because I was raised by my aunt um, and what my family had planned for what was for them the better future for me, right? Like they thought me going to school, me learning English and becoming an accountant was the right thing to do. And here I am wanting to be an actress and like... <laughs> you know you and accountants do they even know you <laughs> yeah like I could <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like talking all the time at home and singing and an only child because there was no one else um, around so I had imaginary friends so this powerfulness that I always think about this power that kept driving me that kept making me go well whatever you're saying I don't know I'm gonna go this other way and knowing because I, I know that my life was guided where I knew when my gut instance made me feel like this doesn't feel right I don't want to hang out with these people or I don't want to be around this area um, but I have this drive that I need to be doing this I need to be um, in the theater and I need to do this and that's theater really what saved me because then a lot of other things with the adults around me leaving me could have easily turned into something where I could have made that an excuse to be angry but you didn't, you just created a new sense of family. And, and like, that's the openness piece, right? That's just paying attention to 
your stuff. And I think that that's what this is really all about. It's like minding your business. Now, there are some choices as children that are out of our hands, and there's some choices as parents that we have to make for children. But there comes a tipping point where our goal is to reinforce what's important to them and to listen to them and to allow them space to explore and to become you know, not to pigeonhole, not to say that, you know, my four-year-old is going to be the next, you know, major league pitcher, you know, hall of famer, whatever, like, no, no. If they like baseball, we're going to continue to explore that, but, you know, stop attaching your stuff to theirs, to the degree that it becomes not theirs anymore. So, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a perfect example. So I think that, you know, we need to pay attention to how we're, how we're um, impressing or, or putting out our viewpoint. And I think that, you know, modeling by example is the, is the only thing that you can do. If someone finds this and listens to this, it's because this is something that they need to hear along their journey or path. That's perfectly fine, but it's not for everyone, nor, you know, would I force everyone to sit down and listen to it, you know, so curiosity leads us to what it is that we need to know next. Absolutely. Um, There is a book that I read last year called Changing Your Mindset. And, you know, it was amazing because even still, right, as uh, we're always evolving, um, and being open-minded, right? Are you closed-minded? Are you open-minded? And then setting, because we are so used to our trends or like uh, our routines, right? So routines can be taught. So just the same way as you're feeling like men, if when I drink, I become a different person and everyone keeps saying this. Are you paying, are you hearing it? Let's go right back to the beginning. Yes. What are you paying attention to? What are you listening to? What are you hearing? It's always speaking to you, right? The universe is speaking to you. Your inner uh, wisdom is always speaking to you. Um, the people who are nearest and dearest to you, who are um, looking out for your best interest are speaking to you. And it's, and it's sometimes it's consciously speaking. Sometimes it's subconscious. Sometimes it's through body language. Sometimes it's through your own awareness. You know, you know, when something is a problem, but we can rationalize everything away. So it's about paying attention to what are you rationalizing away, you know, Mm -hmm. and then coming back to the root. So and Happy- it's hard because like when you're when you're like for me lately, you know, I've noticed that drinking wine doesn't fall right with me. I wake up the next day and I'm more tired and I have a headache the whole day. And but you're going out. I'm a I am a partier. I love to go to a party. <laughs> but then right, it's it's back to this other, it's almost like peer pressure what we're talking about. Here, it is. Just- sparkling, sparkling water is great too. You know what I mean? With a little lemon and you feel great the next day. Um, You have to remove the things in your life that feel like they're barriers or blocks or that, um, you know, that your body is saying, you know, no good. Mm-hmm. And you start to, the more aware you are, the more you start to notice that. So you may not have noticed it before. You think that it's different now, but no, you tolerated it before you have a different awareness now. And, you know, I think it's just important to pay attention to what you're listening to and then pay attention to what you're pushing out there and don't push, just be your authentic self. I think we talked about that a hundred times in meditation this week, 
be your authentic self, be present for you and allow others to be present for themselves. And, you know, those, everybody's on their own uh, timeline, on their own time frame. You know, you aren't the same person today that you were five years ago and, and neither are they. So everyone grows, but they just grow differently or different rates. So it's about just, you know, slowing down and the awareness. Thank you, Suzanne, once again, for joining us. Mm, I know. So good. So good we to, to have these. Yeah, to have these conversations. Yes. So guys, if you follow us, please do. Um, and if you have not been to our Zoom meditation time, it's every Thursday, 8.30. Um, it's just a 30 minutes, cameras off, mics off, uh, just for yourself to center yourself because we talk about this again aligning centering going back to the one thing that we right now are doing and not even noticing that it's happening we're breathing that's right gratitude for your breath that can start the the whole entire upward spiral spiral of gratitude so nice deep inhale that's what we got today. All right. And that's how we close it today. Thank you, everyone. 